Hi, I'm Intruder Green. You might know me from things like Fest in Gainesville, Attica Prison, and Tinder. Welcome to the first episode of the Intruder Green Podcast. This episode is Avery Chase. If you don't already know Avery personally, you might have seen her running around a fest in Gainesville, keeping shows running and just being an all-around cool person. Uh, now, being that this is the first episode, I got to say there are some technical difficulties going on with some of the audio. Uh, I tried to fix it as much as possible, but it's still a little funky at parts. So I promise it'll be better next time. Uh, but for now, on with the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Intruder Green. An inmate at Federal Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Ladies and gentlemen, Avery Chase on the Intruder Green Show. How you doing, Avery? Hi, I'm good. That's very good. Although some something's going wrong with the uh, information highway that we're on right now. I love. It said life is a highway. I, I want to ride it until this point. I love the internet superhighway. I love the internet. <laughs> I usually do, but it's it's. It's not uh, doing me any favors right now, you know. I'll tell you what. I love surfing the World Wide Web. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Am I the first person you've interviewed for the podcast? That's true. You're the first person to uh, uh, get down on this. I'm excited. I'm, I, I mean, I feel like I'm the first person. I probably did something before this to deserve it real good. But, uh, yeah, you know, like, uh Yeah. You're my first choice, obviously. I love it. I'm, I feel honored. I love it, too, and I feel honored to be talking to you, Avery Chase. Like, uh, you know, uh, we go way back, right? We've been we've known each other for quite a while now. We have. Back, we, back when, uh, we, back met, when we, we first met started in, doing stuff. We met in 2013 in Belgium. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is crazy. Where I because, had uh, my phone stolen. Not by you guys, allegedly, but I had my phone stolen in Belgium at Gros Rock when I was... Yeah, that's right. I didn't know you had your fo- phone stolen. Oh, yeah. I was I was watching Less Than Jake, and it was in front of, like, 50,000 people or something obnoxious like that, and I thought, I'm going to take a picture of this because Less Than Jake is from my home. I've never seen him play in front of that many people. I went to go take a picture. I put it back. I put the phone back in my wallet or my fanny pack. And then I went to go take another picture and it was gone. Oh, damn. It was the worst. And then I, I also found out that that same weekend, everyone else got pickpocketed during less than Jake. And then they also got pickpocketed during Real Big Fish or not Real Big Fish. Um. The uh, the Aquabats. So perpetrators don't like 
ska or fun times. Perpetrators don't ska or what? They don't like ska or fun times. They were stealing people's things during real during aquabats or less than Jake. I believe that to be true. You know, ska's got a bad reputation with that sort of thing. All sorts of uh, murderers and robbers and all sorts of like bad criminals, you know. There's got to be like a pick it up, pick it up, pick a pocket pun here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I believe it to be true. <laughs> I didn't know you got robbed in that point. Like, I, did. I I knew that you interviewed us and that's when we met you. And I honestly forgot that that was Gros Rock. Yeah. It's I, so weird that we met you back then, even though like we've come to know you as, uh, you know, Avery Chase from fucking uh, Gainesville, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. I remember me and my friend Pip, who is lives in England, she and I did heart-shaped guitar with you guys. Oh, yeah, Pippa. She's great. She's great, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, we'll, we'll, we might have to have her on a podcast at some point. I don't know, because she's pretty crazy, and she's uh, a lot of fun. Um, works for the Parks and Rec of London. Oh, yeah. They should make a movie about that. Or a TV show or something. <laughs> what are you drinking? So when you visit London, does she take you on a lot of trips around a park? <laughs> she doesn't. She didn't show me any parks. She didn't show me any park benches. Oh, God damn it. What the hell? <laughs> you, you even took us on a uh, tour through the park. Last time yeah. we were down in Gainesville. Last time you guys came. Well, maybe not the last time, but the time before, you know. Um, we saw some alligators. I Before Fest, I took you guys to Sweetwater Wetlands Park. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, gators. I didn't realize alligators could grow that big. 18 feet, I think, is the biggest a gator can be. <laughs> That's... That's like way bigger than uh, than I could ever try to be. <laughs> I mean, I try to be pretty big, but that's pretty big. What month that's, was that? That's a difficult thing to figure out. August or September? What was that? Yeah, no, that was uh, that was uh, winter time. I think it was in April, which uh, you know in Wisconsin that's still winter time technically. <laughs> It's spring. Yeah, you know, it's still snowy in Wisconsin, so uh, we're, we're into it. We're, we call that winter time. It was so nice out that weekend. It was so warm. It was so pretty. What are you it drinking was. right now? I'm just drinking this uh, sparkling water. I'm drinking sparkling water, too. You are. You're drinking that LaCroix stuff. You said earlier you, uh, you ain't drinking so much booze no more. I don't. So... A couple of months ago, in July, okay, well, back in February, I decided to start running, and I'd never gone on a run in my life. Well, I remember that. You were doing that back yeah, when you were Yeah, and I was training there. for that 5K when I had saw you guys last. So, I was training for that 5K, so I wasn't drinking as much because I was running every other day. And then I, in July, just kind of stopped. I kind of just had a, a night that I got kind of drunk and I was just like, oh, I don't feel good the next day. I'm too old for this. 
And then I didn't drink for all of August and most of September. So it was the longest that I had gone without drinking in about a decade. Wow. Yeah, it was a really big accomplishment. And I didn't think I could do it, especially being in the punk rock community and, you know, working in bars for so long. But I did it, and it was exciting. Yeah, you know, it's that's amazing, and I'm very proud of you for doing that. It's uh, it's weird being in the punk rock community because everybody tries to be so supportive, but at the same time, it's like the one thing we never do is like quit drinking. Yeah. You wonder if people are going to be supportive of that or not. Yeah. But apparently uh, in Gainesville, uh, you at least had enough people that were supportive of it to uh, help you. Right. So what was hard is that I didn't tell anyone that I was going to stop drinking because I felt like if I told people... Then they'd be, if I did decide to keep drinking again, they'd be like, oh, I thought you decided to stop. So I just never told anyone. And then eventually I was like, eh. Like every time I was out, I was like, I don't need one. I'm just having soda water. Yeah. So no one really noticed. And that's the weird thing about stopping is no one really noticed. No one really cares. You know, no one notices. No one cared and no one noticed. I drink so much LaCroix and I consume so much soda water anyway that it just like didn't make a difference. And then I hit, I hit a month and it felt really good. And then I kept going. And then I, I had a glass of wine and I got real fucked up on one glass of wine. It was great. Oh yeah, I know how that goes. <laughs> one glass of wine. And I was yeah. like, man, this is wonderful. So since then, I just haven't, haven't done, haven't drank that much. But I did have the fest party. The fest Christmas party was two nights ago. Oh, snap. How did that go? It was a treat. <laughs> it was really yeah. fun. Yeah. Were you just like hanging back, watching everybody get wasted while you were, while you were sober? I, 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 I caved and I had two tequila soda waters. Oh, how many? Three? Two. Two. All right. So well, that's it's a not, good amount for somebody who doesn't complete, drink anymore. You know, it's not a complete amount of drinking anymore, but it's, it's it's a massive cutoff from what I used to have. Yeah, you know, I mean, I realize that there are people in the world who fucking need to fucking quit drinking, and they got to do what they got to do, and I, I wish them all the luck. But if you're a person who doesn't necessarily need to quit drinking, you just kind of are choosing to, mm-hmm. and uh, you can handle like having a couple of drinks now and then. Hey, go for you. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, having a couple uh, tequilas, you know, and uh, yeah. have a good time, that's yeah. going ha- to make you have a real good time <laughs> yeah. at that point, right? Yeah. The, um, the, gift, the, the Secret Santa gift exchange is really fun. And the Fest Christmas party is always really fun because we also put it together with the Fest Wrestling. Oh yeah, I've been seeing all sorts of stuff about that, and I gotta say that I've been trying to I've been trying to nail down an interview with Tony to to get him to talk about like all things fast and fast wrestling and all that stuff too. I'm, I'm sure but, uh, he he's would. a hard man to get a hold of lately. Well, you know, holidays. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know he's he's that guy, but uh, how was uh the 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 fast wrestling presence at uh. The Christmas party. <laughs> it was good. So Was that this pickle in the tree thing I kept seeing about? The what? 
I don't know. There was some kind of like pickle in the tree thing. So Fast Wrestling, they do a pickle in the tree. It's a, a it's a it's a ladder match of sorts where there's a pickle on top of a tree and you have to rush to get it. And that's pretty much all I know. You have to grab it and everyone goes for it and they fight over it. I know that a lot of people got injured at at the pickle in the tree one though. Some guy broke a clavicle. A guy broke like an wrestlers ankle. or yeah, just people in wrestlers. the crowd. A guy broke an ankle. A guy broke his clavicle. Not oh, shit. I know a guy who broke broke his clavicle once. And he wasn't even wrestling. He I was just real clavicle. drunk. I broke my clavicle once. I fell off a bike and oh, yeah? I snapped my clavicle in half. Oh, yeah. But I was That's really into Alkaline up. Trio at the time. So the clavicle thing felt with the Alkaline Trio song. I was like, this is a cool break. I'm going to get like a kiss print for kissing your clavicle tattooed there. I was like 18. Never happened. Yeah. Well, you know, you break a clavicle. Did it heal back? It healed quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a guy who uh, broke his clavicle in half just like you did. Well, except he wasn't riding a bike or nothing. He was just fucking around. And uh, it never actually healed back. <laughs> but that motherfucker played drums with a broken clavicle for like half a tour. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Are you talking yeah, you know. anything about your what you were doing in Gainesville in April or no? What the hell were we doing in Gainesville in April? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I feel like we probably should because I feel like this will be out by then. Mm-hmm. We're announcing in January, so we could probably talk about that. I'll make sure of it now. In fact, now that we talked about it, we pretty much have to wait till then. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was a good time. That was when we you took us to the park. Yeah. And we saw the alligators and all that stuff. And yeah. uh, you got, did you did you do some singing on the album or not? Yes, I I know did. you were in there. I did. I You guys said that you recently made a music video for it. But me and Jen Vito did some vocals on yeah. case, case, case On Me Bro or something. I think the name is. Yeah, you got no case on me, bro. I don't actually even know what the fucking song, title of the song is. It's like, no case, no case on me. You got no case. You got no case you, on you. me, bro. Hey, yo, you got no case on me. No case. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to hear. I'm excited to see it because we could hear the playback, but not the whole song, you know? Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to hear it, too. You know, like uh, we got a good thing going. It's going to be a good ass album and I hope people like it. When is it coming out? Oh, geez, I thought I was interviewing you. You're asking I'm all the sorry. hard questions here. <laughs> I don't know when it's coming out. All right. Honestly, this thing, this thing, uh, the, the time that it's coming out has been thrown around so much that it's very difficult for me to remember because it was least it was at least once or twice that it got changed. Mm. And once it gets changed once, that's hard for me to remember. In fact, 
it would be hard for me to remember if it hadn't get, gotten changed at all. So, yeah, I'm off the hook on this one. All right. Basically. All right. I'm ready for more questions for me then. <laughs> I'll stop asking you. Oh, yeah. No, I, I want to ask you some more questions. Uh, so, uh, you know, back in the day, you used to basically like be a... I don't know. What what would you call your position at Fest? You were like running running shows. Like I remember you you were so helpful one time because like I wanted to see direct hit for the first time when they were playing Fest and I, and there was a huge line outside at a show and I, I can't remember was that at fucking uh uh one of those shows one of those clubs. I don't remember what it was called. But I was like trying to get in and you're like how the fuck are you waiting in line for this band? Come on in here. And I really appreciated that, you know, because those are my, some of my best buddies. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to see their first set at Fest. Oh, yeah. And you helped me out with that. So now, so, now Direct Hit is legendary, you know. They're so good. Oh, yeah. They're super legendary. I feel like they were already legendary back then, but just people didn't know about them. So now, like, so good. I don't know. Maybe you got to have more people know about you to become really legendary. I don't. <laughs> okay. So my role at Fest is. I, when I first started at Fest, it was about 13 or 14 years ago now, because we're in Fest 17, and I started out as a volunteer. I volunteered to be a stagehand at this old place called the Sidebar that doesn't exist anymore, and I was a stagehand, just kind of helping put amps up. And I was like, man, I could do this. I could be a stage manager. So the next year, I became a stage manager. And I started stage managing at the Atlantic. And I did it one year by myself. And then I just ended up doing two days in a row. And then I did all three days in a row. And eventually, Tony was like, you know what? We're just going to put you on our staff. You've been volunteering for so long. There was also a time in there where I was doing band registration, which was interesting. Because I would have to check in all the bands uh, as they came in. And this is back when we used Wayward Council, which is no longer around RIP. Just punk, this little punk venue zine, you know, co-op space that we used to use where people would do all the check-ins. Then we had to move over to the Holiday Inn. So, um, Tony just said, you know, I, he pre, you know, I've been working for so long. I was like, I just can't volunteer anymore. And he's like, I need some more on my staff. And... I became one of the four horsewomen of the apocalypse or of fest. <laughs> and that is me. And that is Kristen Perry, who is so wonderful. She lives in Chicago. She started off as a volunteer as well. And then she worked so hard. She was one of my main stage managers that I was like, we got to put her on staff. And then Frederica and Frederica is of the former no weather talks. Now, no sugar. She lives in Germany. Uh, she used to work for No Idea. She is one of the four nice. horsemen in as well. So there's. So wait, she lives in Germany, and I don't know her. That's a problem. <laughs> I know she's in Kiel. I believe she used to be in Wiesbaden. Uh, now she's in Kiel. Um, well, those are all places that I don't actually live in. So I guess it's okay. Maybe we'll meet up someday. <laughs> she's wonderful. So. And then Kristen dates um, the guy from Off of Their Heads. So they're kind of, you know, they've been involved in the fest for a long time, too. Oh, so, yeah, for anyway, sure. She's great. Yeah. Um, 
But pretty much my job at Fest is we have all these volunteers. We have like 550 volunteers, I think, this year alone. And I go, I have a set of venues. Kristen has a set of venues. Fred has a set of venues. And throughout the days, I check in and see um, that the volunteers are all there because they get a free pass. So we want to yeah, make sure they actually show up. Um, make sure they understand how the venue works. Uh, if they have any questions, I kind of hang around and then I go to my next venue and do the same thing. And I do that all day long. So I'm spending like 30 minute intervals at seven different venues for the entire day. Nice. Yeah. So I don't get to see a lot of music, but I get to hang out in a lot of different venues. You know, that's the thing. I think a lot of people who go to fest would say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, but they pay for it. Yeah. That was always my experience. Like, I don't see a whole lot of bands, but I definitely hang out with a lot of cool people while I'm there. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of hanging out, a lot of um, a lot of backstage hangouts. And, you know, everyone always wants to, like, can I hang out backstage? Can I hang out backstage? And I'm like, it sounds better from the front. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, backstage I mean, doesn't sound so great. It's good to, right Oh yeah, backstage, you know, like sounds the best. some people are like, "Oh, backstage is the best place to watch the band." And I'm like, "No, it's not. You have no idea what you're talking about. You feel special because you don't have to deal with people crashing into you with stuff, and maybe the band's giving you their fucking beers, or maybe you're just taking those fucking beers without even asking." But or it's, uh, um, the truth Dale is trying to get you to take a hit of acid with him or something. Oh yeah, that's good too. <laughs> yeah, I know that guy. Um, but you know, the really the best place to watch the bands is from out front because that's where the show's going on, you know? Yeah. Like uh you, you don't have to you don't have to get in there and mess around with people in the front and get all like messed up and stuff, but you know, if you really want to experience the show, I think it's important to be out front. Yeah. And not backstage or side stage or like uh, on top of the stage in the in the in the catwalk or something. <laughs> you know, it could happen. Drop some things down, yeah, whatever. Yeah, or down in the basement and you just hear it rumbling through the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's 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 nice also because at Fest we have um the band members get the same wristband as the people who go. Everybody's wristband is the same. Everyone's yeah, got to wait true. in line. Everybody's equal. If you play a show that day, it doesn't matter. Like you have to go wait yeah. in line at that venue. The only thing you get is, oh, you might be able to like go backstage during your set, but then it's like, now nah, you're done for the day. Bye. <laughs> so everyone gets right. to hang out together and everyone's equals and. What's really special about our volunteers is that the volunteers, you know, they want to go to the shows too. So especially our yeah. security crew, you know, you don't want some guy wearing a black headset, wearing gloves, wearing a big black polo who's never been to a punk rock show before pulling you down when you're crowd surfing. You want someone who's going to be crowd surfing with you a couple sets later at a different show. So, you know, it's people who care about you pulling you in and making sure you're safe. And it's really special. And we take a lot of pride in our volunteers and that we're completely volunteer run. 
Yeah. And that's great. You know, like the best thing about Fest is uh, how it's so uh, grassroots driven. Yeah. And uh, even yeah. even these days, it's like it hasn't turned into, uh, you know, like some of these other festivals, which I won't name because I don't want to give them uh, too much, uh, you know, uh, cred here. But, you know, some of these festivals, they start out kind of like how Fest is still. And then they turn into something else and it becomes like uh, not cool anymore. But Fest is still cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is still cool. We really like it. We take a lot of pride in it, you know. And yeah, I do know. It's yeah, it's 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 Tony's life. First, when he first started doing Fest, you know, he still waited tables. He was still working in restaurants. So he comes from what a lot of people in the punk rock community, which is like service industry. He gets it. And now, thankfully, he does Fest full time. But he also, you know, has other projects like Fest Wrestling. And he also has... like, he's my landlord. I live in one of Tony's houses because he bought a bunch of houses yeah. and refurbished them. Because he owns Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean that's, that's basically true, right? Essentially. We can say that. Essentially. We can say We, we can, can say, say that on a podcast. We can say that he owns Gainesville, Florida. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would agree with that. Thank you for uh, bringing that up as uh, a point of... Uh, Stubborn conflict. <laughs> yeah, so I'm currently in Tony, one of Tony's houses. It's it's pretty fun. I've been here. I lived here two years. I moved to Orlando for three years for work, and then I moved back to Gainesville. I missed Gainesville so much. I wanted to come home, so I'm back. So tell me about uh, your time in uh, Orlando because if you moved there for work, were you were you not doing a fest thing or what? Still what were you did up to? fest. <clears throat> so when I lived in Orlando. I worked for a company that did merchandising. We actually did all of, like, Warp Tours merch, which was pretty interesting. Um, and I worked for famous YouTubers because if you were a famous YouTuber, then you could have merch, just like a musician or a band or anything like right. that. So we ran their online yeah. web stores. Nice. So all my clients were these really famous YouTube celebrities. It was really interesting. And I... <laughs> But, but I, it was weird. You know, it was like 12-year-old kids getting making like a million dollars a year for having like taglines on Vine and stuff. It's really bizarre. But I liked it. But I didn't really yeah, like... I would like that too. I didn't like Orlando so much. It was far to drive everywhere. And I was dating someone and then we broke up and I was just kind of like, eh, I don't really want to live in Orlando anymore. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. kind of the only thing keeping me there. My commute was like 45 minutes each way, each day. It was a lot of driving, good food. Yeah, I mean, I like I like driving if it's like uh, through the country or some shit. But uh, if you're driving through the goddamn city, especially if it's Orlando, I you got to deal with like driving past all these landfills and stuff. That can get pretty lame. I four it was like the deadliest highway in America or something. It was really crazy. Deadliest is that because they got all those Florida drivers down there? Florida drivers, but also all of the um, all of the tourists that come into Orlando uh, yeah. and then they rent cars and they don't know how yeah, to drive on a six because they're trying to go lane, to Disneyland. Don't know how to drive on Disney a six World. lane highway, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, 
I don't know. I was dating someone, we broke up, and I was like, I just don't really want to live here anymore. <laughs> it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. So I came back to Gainesville. I mean, yeah, I don't blame you for that. Gainesville's pretty tight compared to Orlando. I mean, maybe we could like, uh, oh, you know what? What you and Tony should look into, or maybe you could bring this up to him. Because, like, the cool thing about Orlando is they got those fucking theme parks, right? That's where, like, Disney World is and Orlando. No, not Orlando Studios. Universal Studios yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Orlando, Florida. So, like, uh, maybe Gainesville, Florida should have, like, a fest world or some shit. You know, like, why does Fest ever have to really end? You just make a whole fucking theme park based on that, and uh, then you just, you know, take over the town even more. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what the arcade bar is at this point. <laughs> or the oh, top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's definitely those, those spots in downtown where you go to them and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember being here at Fest. Yeah. I mean, barely. Yeah. I play at the I play at the arcade bar every Tuesday. I'm at the arcade bar because I want a skee ball league. Yeah, that's good. Because I play skee ball competitively, and I just went to Austin for the national championships last month. And oh shit! <laughs> like I, like personally, you went there, or your team went no, there? No, I went. Yeah, and um, there's thirteen. Nice. Of, yeah, there's thirteen of us that all went. There was. Um, Six or seven of us that competed in nationals, but a bunch of us just went to be supporters of our teammates and hang out. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, and how'd they do? It, we did well. We did really well. We didn't win, but we placed really well, and it was really fun. Um, the week after Fest, I went through a breakup, and that night I was like, Fuck it. I'm buying tickets to Austin. And I was like, I'm going to go to Austin in like three days. And I just on a whim bought tickets to go to Austin. And I uh, just decided to go. And it was really fun. And I'm glad that I went. They have these scooters in Austin that you pay on your phone with on an app. And oh, yeah. You listen to Yeah. And you just like, it, it knows that you're on the scooter and you scoot around. And then you take a picture of the yeah. scooter when you're done, and it just leaves it there, and it's like five cents a mile or something. Yeah, I think those are fucking all over the place these days. They're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah, I They're- think we, we, we found some on tour, and Red was all like, dude, come check out the scooter. <laughs> And I was like, sick. I don't have no money. There, there's an Instagram account. And I was like, I'll steal a, I'll steal this kid's scooter. And he was like, No, don't do that. We might get arrested. And I was like, Oh, you're getting you you're getting weak in your old old age, Red. <laughs> there's a uh there's an Instagram account called Bird Graveyard and it's just people. Oh, that taking, sounds sad. It's just it does sound sad. But Bird is the brand of scooter, and they just take. Oh, very gothic. They take them yeah. and they like throw them into the ocean, or they'll they'll park them on top of mon- like monuments. So because when you go oh, to yeah. find the scooter, you look for it, and you have to go find it, and it'll be like. It you know you have to find it in the street and you have to find the code. So these are ones that yeah. are like placed 
inconspicuously, but sometimes it's like people lighting them on fire. Ah, it's great. Oh, yeah. I mean, lighting stuff on fire is cool. So I could see that being great. Also, leaving stuff, something on a monument, like if you're able to uh, brave that uh, climb or something, yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, you're just challenging people to uh, to some to do some interesting stuff, right? <laughs> it's like, hey, I almost got arrested doing this thing. Maybe I did get arrested, but the scooter's still up there. Who's going to go get it? It's it's basically you right up there with uh, Neil Armstrong or some shit. Yeah, it's you know, really like, good. Uh, this is a you know one step for humankind and one uh, yeah. Oh, it's good. I would agree with that. <laughs> Hi, Intruder Maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. If you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life, aside from taking out a college loan or something. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a bad financial decision. It's called merchandising. A stupid rad merch company is ready to meet all your merchandising needs. Do you need t-shirts printed on a tight deadline for your tour you booked less than a month out? How about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions? What about koozies? Everybody loves koozies. They keep your drink cold and your hand warm. Or vice versa, depending on what you're looking for, you know? Stupid Rad Merch Company can get these all made for you. Stupid Rad Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with designs. They're still a small enough company that they can pay special attention to all your special needs and stuff. And they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff, but chances are you're going to have some left over. And some of your fans that came to the show didn't have enough money to buy some stuff. So then they go on to stuporadmerch.com and find stuff from your band on the merch store. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. Go ahead. Go on the Stupid Rad Merch Company web store right now and check out all the type bands that are already on there. They got the Bomb Pops, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Smoking Popes. It's real tight. And for those of you not in a band who just want to have some cool swag, they got their own Stupid Rad branded apparel. Check it out, stuporadmerch.com. And now for a limited time, listeners to the Intruder Green podcast can go on to stuporadmerch.com and use the promo code PRISON. You'll get 50% off any Stupid Rad branded apparel. Check it out, stuporadmerch.com. So now you're back in Gainesville, yeah. and uh, everything's going great with Fest. So... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of, if anyone needs a tour manager, let me know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're doing you. you you trying to tour manage. Yeah. Have you done, have you done that before? Mm, I did it a little bit for these YouTube celebrities when I had to oh, do right. the tours and merchandising. What and the I, fuck is that kind of tour like? <laughs> it's weird. It's a lot of, like, uh, performance. I mean, what do they do? Huh? What do what does a YouTube celebrity do on tour? It's weird. Like what is the show? So I did a lot of like these we did these things that were um called Playlist Live and they were these big conventions that these people would go to to see YouTubers in person. They did like these meet and greets and then whatever oh, yeah. their shtick was or their you know, their thing they would perform on stage if they were like singers, they would do comedy acts, if they were like did like some weird body contortion things, and they would do that. So I handled all their transportation 
Um, like their flights and their black cars and their hotel rooms and da 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 da. da. Oh, um, that sounds very fancy. It was very fancy because these kids made a lot of money making videos in their house. It was really a weird, weird like I I don't know a whole world that I didn't know existed really until I started working for it. Yeah, I don't know. I've kind That's of like crazy. It's kind of interesting. I've like I've built my life right now to where I could move anything. I can move my entire life in like a tiny U-Haul in my car. So, oh, that sounds great. You sound like you need like one of those tiny houses that they're building all over the place. I know, these days. and I, I I like that. I kind of think it is like a luxury almost that I don't yeah. own a house. I do not have any kids. I'm not married i i'm like i can go wherever i need to go right now if i want to go in the drop of a hat i can leave um so i want to go oh so i want to go somewhere i don't know where i want to move but i'm ready i gotta apologize i totally fucked up when i said you should have a tiny house because what you should actually do is go on tour with some shitty band you know I want to go on tour with the I kids. mean, that makes way more sense, right? You're going to live out of a fucking place, but you're going to get paid for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go on with a good band, you know? I, I'm i good at it. I'm good at tour. I'm good at transportation logistics. I'm good at scheduling. I mean, I've got a stack Oh, yeah. Resume. I believe you are. I mean, if you could help uh, hold down Fest for so many years, I believe you could probably fucking, uh, you know, do anything. Yeah, You'd probably go to the moon or some shit. Huh? Yeah, I yeah. think if I could do, if I can handle five hundred and fifty volunteers and three hundred and fifty bands and ten venues, I think I can handle for I don't know yeah. a, a week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you're friends with so many bands. How is this not happening yet? You, I you think I've never put it out up? there. I've never put it out there that I wanted to. do Oh, it's it. just like a first. This is going to be the first. It's coming out so. on the Intruder Green podcast. <laughs> it's like, like I've kind of wanted to tell people, like, hey, I'm available, but I just never have. I've just kind of, because I had all these set plans. Like, I was going to move to Nebraska and, like. To Nebraska. You know, and, like, stay there. Yeah. And, like, I got offered a really good job there. And I was excited. Okay. And, like, my life was set and good to go. And now I'm like, oh, shit. What am yeah. I going to do? I have a good job here. It's a nine to five. Meh. It's event planning yeah. for a catering company, which is fun because I just like get to put on parties at people's houses and stuff. But it's not really what I <laughs> want to be doing. That sounds great. That's what I want to do all the time. You know, <laughs> party in other people's it's houses. Fun. That's great. It's fun. <laughs> I want to do that. Anything. Maybe you can hook me up. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I won't. You know, I can't guarantee I will be as much as a, you know, good employee as you, but I could still, uh, you know, do some party planning. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never stolen anything from someone's house, but I've, I've, I've worked in well, some you- very wealthy, wealthy house, like, like big neighborhoods, and I'm like, damn. Like the other day, one of my coworkers sent me a video of her, and she had done a dinner at a woman's house and the woman had a moat around her house an actual oh, moat great. 
with a bridge that she had to drive over. And the lady wow. didn't and the lady didn't tip. Oh, that's pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you should have stolen. But at something. that point <laughs> Yeah. She was probably like, hey, what you want from me? You fuck up you fuck around, I'll throw you in the moat. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty I ridiculous. Mean, that's shitty. But I can't, yeah. I kinda see your point. Yeah, yeah, kind of ready. It's like I do this nine to five job, but then I'm like, also a lot of it's tips. So it still feels a little service industry, you know. That was good. But I mean, yeah, that's one of the ways I was also able to like stop drinking so much. It's like when I sit at a desk all day, I don't really feel the need to like crush a beer. I don't feel physically exhausted. But when I was working in bars, I would like you know work a thirteen hour shift, and I was like, all I want is. 10 cores light bottles and i would you yeah. know or like six i would shots say i would say the same thing about from- except about better beer you know but that's that's right i understand completely i just didn't like now i just don't really feel the need to like crush a bunch of beers to my skull i'm just kind of like i come home yeah. and i'm like i could have a bottle of wine or something or a glass of wine and fall asleep that's about how i it's yeah. about it. You don't want to try crushing a, a bottle of wine against your skull, though. That's gonna, uh, that's not gonna go well. <laughs> that's called shanking. <laughs> yeah, or just uh, you know bashing somebody's brains in, basically, <laughs> like some fucking Walking Dead shit. <laughs> but you know, like they say, whatever it takes. <laughs> Spread the so, news. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be a tour manager. Spread the news. Oh, we're going to spread the news. But like, uh, so what's in Nebraska for you? Now I'm kind of thinking, I don't know, maybe I'll just go to Montreal or I'll go to Richmond or, I don't know, Richmond is well, kind of one of these sister cities of Gainesville. There's a lot of similar people in Richmond that there are to Gainesville. Same kind of town. It's a small college town, but... It's only five hours. That's what I always heard, you know, is that uh, Richmond was like a sister city. It is. That's where Tony is from. Tony from the Fest. He's from there. There's a lot of people affiliated with the Fest that are from Richmond. There's a lot of people that moved to Gainesville from Richmond about in like 2000, 2002. Uh, There was a big like mass exodus of Richmond into Gainesville. Much like I think there was a big mass exodus of... um, People from Gainesville that all went to uh, Brooklyn a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, everybody went to Brooklyn. What the fuck are they doing in Brooklyn? In fucking Brooklyn, New York? (laughs) Yeah. And then, then, um, and now I think, I feel like a lot of people now are moving to like Portland and Austin. Oh, yeah. People are always moving to Portland. Oh, and probably so expensive. Austin. It's so expensive there now. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, the lifestyle is great. It's, if you're yeah. in your 20s, it's the best. Not in my 20s anymore. True. Well, you know, whatever. You can pretend <laughs> like that's what we all do, right? Yeah. Just play make-believe. <laughs> it's, it's the way we were raised with Mr. Rogers and stuff. Oh, I mean, Gainesville's kind of a never-never land of people who yeah. never grew up. It's hey, easy it to not like ever grow up in Gainesville. Like 
Yeah, because it's always warm there. It's like paradise, and uh, you can wrestle alligators that were always bigger than you anyway. So uh, <laughs> why wouldn't you uh, just keep doing that forever? Yeah, it's like Peter Pan. It's like Neverland. It's like the crocodile hook, and yeah, it's weird. It's weird down here. It's weird in Florida. It's a lot of weird stuff that happens down here. There's a lot of like, you don't say. There's a lot of Florida man. A lot of people that yeah. are like Florida man eats. Toes. I believe I read a meme about that once. Most, oh, there's a lot of memes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like Florida man eats himself and then throws body into lake consumed by alligators. Then person finds him and eats that alligator. I mean, it's just like really crazy. None of it yeah. makes any sense. <laughs> I'm not sure that's physically the possible. Timelines, but, you know, the timelines. It sounds really right to up. me. Yeah. <laughs> Timelines never really add up. That's right. And your cat is adorable, by the way. <laughs> I do. People are never going to see this, but this cat is fucking adorable. We'll have She's some pictures really of it. really cute. It's my roommate's cat. She's missing an eye. She lost it in battle or She's something. She's a fucking pirate cat. She doesn't have any claws on her back, on her back paws or her front paws. Um, so she's kind of just like a helpless stuffed animal like a little helpless teddy bear like a kid's toy and she loves being held and squished and pushed around she's great she's 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 wonderful i have um michaela from michaela palmero who lives in chicago who does a lot of art for like typesetter and against me i know that band yeah i know that band too yeah so she does these custom portraits uh, for, of people with their pets. So that's what I'm getting for my roommates is she's oh, drawing. Shit. Yeah, for Christmas. I need to get a pet. Yeah. So I'm getting a custom portrait of she's drawing uh, my roommates with their two cats. And it's she sent me the sketch today and it looks really cute. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Uh, it's well, very, very cute. That sounds great. I hope I get to see it soon. I'm sure you'll be posting it on the social medias. Are you going to post it on, it on the social it. medias? On the internet? Do I post on the What's internet? It? Yeah. I use Instagram. However, Instagram is kind of the only one I use. I, I have a Twitter, but I never look at Twitter, really. I never tweet. I'm not a tweeter, but I look at it sometimes. Oh, yeah. Uh, all of my- That's fine. Do you retweet? I've been known to retweet from time to time. Yeah. I'm a big retweeter. (laughs) Just all Because people make jokes all the time, and I'm like, damn, that's way better than anything I would have ever said. So (laughs) let me uh, retweet that, and maybe somebody will, like, see my name attached to it and be like, oh, yeah, Joe Green's real funny, you know? Yeah. All my social media is at Avery Chase. Yeah. That's it. That's perfect. It's my middle. It's amazing that you got that domain. Yeah. um, uh, Yeah. Across all, a lot of people don't know what my last name is. Everyone assumes my last name is Chase. It's not. It's my middle name. I think we talked about this when we were uh, down there recording because your real last name is pretty great too. Bender. I don't know if you want to say it. Yeah. It's Bender. I don't care. It's Bender. But it's because it's so close to Tony Weinbender's name. 
Oh of the shit! Facts People gonna think you're like shit. related, but not it. really related. Where you like had a family feud right. back in the 1800s, and you're cousin. like Huck Finn and shit, and you're like, oh, yeah. you're a good friend, but oh, fucking my family hates you, so we have to shoot guns at each other and stuff. Oh yeah. no! Now let's escape into the swamp, and uh, we'll still be friends though, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like That's a family feud thing. Um. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. So he's Winebender and everyone calls him Bender. And so I, there couldn't be two Benders. So I had to go by my middle name. And that was like 13 or 14 years ago. So ever since then, it's just been Avery Chase. Yeah. Which works. I understand good. that completely. My brother, yeah, you know. my brother's middle name is also Chase, but he goes by Chase. Oh, his name is Chase. His name is actually Ethan, but he goes by Chase. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. I just do, I do Instagram. Instagram recently released something where you can see how many hours on average you look at the app, and I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, why the fuck would they do that? They're like shooting like, themselves in the foot with that. I looked and it Jesus was like, Christ. Average, nobody wants to know these things. Your average time on Instagram is two hours and six minutes. I was like, yeah. fuck, I gotta get off this thing. Right? That's how much time you spend on there a day? That's uh, what it's told. Do that either. But I think it's because when I I wake up, I'll like I look at I look at all my news notifications. I'll look at all the news, and then I'll like look at Instagram. I just kind of lay there for like twenty minutes. I mean, it adds up, you know. And then at lunch break, I'll look at it. And that's like thirty minutes, and then I get home before I go to sleep. I'm laying in bed. It's like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. I get lost. It adds up. I do. I look at the, uh, you know, the suggested, and I get in these traps, these like long wormholes of like, what is this cat? Oh, what does this cat look like? Oh, this cat only has one eye. Oh, this is a talented rabbit. Oh, look at this mouse that's friends with this prairie dog. Holy shit, and that's it just, amazing. It just is a spiral of soft animals. Just keep looking at kids. <laughs> just cats and animals and it just slowly spirals and then two hours later it's three in the morning and i'm like i've been looking at animals and fun facts of giraffes all day i gotta get off the internet (laughs) yeah it sounds wonderful (laughs) i mean you're making me actually want to look at the internet more right now the internet super highway you know yeah i remember when that was uh invented by al gore um (laughs) do you remember what your first uh screen name was on the internet oh yeah it was in true degree was it really it was uh this skype that i got right now (laughs) that we're talking on to be perfectly honest mine was shaky g player 182 because wow. at the time, I was really into Blink-182 because I was... Oh, I was thinking Green Day. Or, I was 12 years old. Yeah. And I was just yeah. starting to learn how to play guitar. So that was the G player. And then Shaky, I was really into Shakespeare at the time. I had like all of Romeo and Juliet memorized. I had the entire play completely memorized. So I was Shaky. Like the Leonardo DiCaprio one? Oh, yeah, with Claire Danes, the Bothole Surfer. That's a good-ass movie. That's a good movie. It's a Bothole Surfer song in that movie. Yeah, that's good. 
Yeah. They're good as So beans. I was obsessed with it. Beans. So that's how I went down the rabbit hole of this, or that's how I became the Shaky G Player 182. And it was just this, I became a, like into my rabbit holes of the internet was just like learning about Shakespeare as much as I could because I was obsessed with it. Oh, yeah. It was a weird, it was weird being 12 or 13 years old and the time of the internet coming, you know, AOL. Yeah, I'll bet that was. AOL chat room. I don't know anything about it. Literally, I don't know what the fuck, how the fuck the internet works. It's pretty amazing that you do because you were so young learning about it. Like, I wouldn't have understood shit. But I would say that uh, that's a pretty amazing uh, first internet name. It was good. It was a good good one. I'm really proud of it. It's embarrassing now, but I I wish I could get my MySpace pictures, but I can't anymore. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw that back in the day. You could, like, uh, download all your MySpace pictures. And I found some from, uh, you know, a friend's hanging out back in the day and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I've recently looked at it. And it looks like you can't do it no more. I can't. I I don't even know what MySpace is these days. Uh, It got bought by Justin Timberlake. And it's, like, a music site, I think. Yeah. Which is fine, I guess. Not really. Not really? I don't I know. Mean, I don't, what else I don't, was I don't it really gonna know. Be? I don't really know what it is anymore. Yeah, I don't think anybody's known what it is for like 10 years now. <laughs> I know. We should play this game we're talking about. Okay, let's play it. Um, I looked up a bunch of would you rather questions. What, so we can do some would oh. you rathers. Well, that sounds scary as fuck, but I'm into it. Okay. First question. Yeah. Would you rather have grass for hair or toothpicks for teeth? Oh, my goodness. Well, I guess if you had grass for hair, you know, it would kind of grow just like regular hair, right? Like, you just keep it wet and fucking, uh, you go (laughs) in the sun a lot. It'd look good. Yeah, well, that works for me pretty good, you know? And uh, but tooth toothpicks for teeth, that's that's kind of fucked up. They're gonna break all the time. I mean, do they keep growing or are they just like toothpicks and that's all you got? Like you, the one toothpick, and then when it breaks because you were eating like an ice cube or something, then it's done forever. Well, I don't know. It sounds pretty shitty. Well, also think maybe if the toothpicks. Were like rows, like shark style. What if it was a ton of them? Not like oh, teeth. so I got like toothpicks for teeth, but it's like a shark mouth. So you could have. Like I mean, rows that kind of sounds the, cool. And it wouldn't just be like toothpick, toothpick. It'd be like stacked, yeah, like all pressed together. Yeah. And would it be the minty oh. kind? Would it be like the wood I mean, minty kind? I mean, can but it could be the minty kind. I mean, do we have to rule that out? No, not at like, all. Like maybe it's just luck of the draw <laughs> at a certain point. Like you might get minty, you might get cinnamon. It depends on your, uh, you know, you your heritage. Tea, you get the tea tree ones that you people might use get to like, stop uh, smoking. Uh, yeah, tea tree or fucking, uh, I don't know what the fuck is that stuff. Cumin. Cumin. 
I don't know. Some 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 crazy ass spices. And your teeth and smell then, like that. But then I also think about like hair. The the grass for hair. I think about hair too. Would it be like all your hair? Like your facial oh, yeah. hair, your pubic hair, your armpit hair? Would it be like what type of grass would it be? Would it be like soft grass? Would your head be would your scalp be soil? I don't really know the answers. Yeah. Well I'd rather have toothpicks for teeth. Huh. That's an interesting uh, conundrum you got there. They don't say nothing about your your skin being soil or dirt, as it were. <laughs> but uh, I could go either way. I almost kind of want to have both. Like, could I have like, like grass for hair and toothpick teeth? As long as my mouth is like a shark's mouth, because that's like the selling point of the toothpick teeth. Toothpick teeth. Uh, that doesn't even make any sense because once your teeth are toothpicks, what are they picking? Like, are they going to pick themselves? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We need to move on from this one. Do you got another one? Not as fun as that one. I did, That was just one that I thought of off the top of my head. The rest of, one, the rest of the ones that I looked up were just kind of like... Um, what was one that I... Oh, if you had to delete... If you could only have three apps on your phone, what would they be? Uh, probably the phone, the text message, and uh, Tinder. Tinder. Tinder's a good one. Tinder's weird. Me on there. Tinder's weird. I like it, though. I get the swiping. I like that there's not a lot involved in it. You just swipe. Right or left. Yes or no. Easy. Yeah. You don't have to answer any questions. You don't really have to talk to anybody at depth if you don't want to. You just get rid of them if you don't want to talk to them anymore. And you're- yeah, it's very Twilight Zone. <laughs> I feel like they probably had an episode about that at some point. Or maybe that's Black Mirror. Probably Black Mirror. Black Mirror is terrifying. Yeah. Black so Mirror is, the is really... Zone. There's some stuff that I, I've seen on Black Mirror that I've been like, I can't watch this. This is really too much for me. Yeah, I think that's the point. Here's a weird one. Would you rather have a foot-long nose? Yes. Or a foot-long tongue? Yes. Oh, wow. This is another situation rather- where I kind of want to have both, please. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Think, of the, think about the possibilities here. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of any possibilities, but I bet somebody could. And I, I probably wouldn't be able to unless I actually experienced it. I'm going to go with like the long tongue because I would have I feel like you would be able to roll it up and keep it in your mouth. But the nose would just kind of be like too much. Yeah, you'd be of, like that guy, that guy in that uh, great play. Roxanne. Oh, yeah, with Steve Martin. Yeah. Uh, Sir, Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh, yeah. Cyrano That's de right. Bergerac. That was, yeah, Cyrano de Bergerac. That was the play, but the movie was called Roxanne. Yeah, he likes to read poems in the bushes. <laughs> That's like you guys. R.I.P. Steve Martin. I love that guy. He's not dead. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's he just true. won a Grammy for his banjo album. 
Oh yeah, he's real good at playing a banjo, you know. Um, I'm so glad you know that. <laughs> but yeah, that movie was great, and uh, it would be great to have a long nose like him, as long as uh, you could get like a foxy lady like R- Roxanne to be into you, you know, or uh, you know, having a full long tongue, you could lick the top of your forehead, probably. Or like, would you rather go down the <laughs> other way and lick? I don't know what would that reach even like your the top of your chest? Yeah, your sternum. Yeah. Egg. Would you? Ra- you could have some fun. <laughs> would you? Ra- would you rather have legs as long as your fingers, or fingers as long as your legs? Jesus Christ! That doesn't even make any kind of sense. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't even do both with that. I would say that uh, I think having fingers as long as your legs would be the most useful. Absolutely. Because if you think about it, you're where, from where you're standing, it just means, you know, your, your palms hit just below your waist, so your fingers are just a little bit longer. Yeah. Actually, having... Legs as long as your fingers would be fucking terrible. <laughs> why? why how, how was this even a hard choice? Having having fingers as long as your legs see, yeah. would be kind of great because at least you'd be good at like uh, I don't know magic tricks or like sports or something. You you could find something you'd be good at. But if you were you you, you yeah. know legs are as as long as your fingers. I mean honestly, there are people like that, and uh, it probably isn't. I mean, I'm sure they're getting by, hopefully, but yeah. it's probably it's not, not the, best. the best. It's not the most ideal. Yeah. I would say definitely fingers as long as my legs. But then, uh, <laughs> you know, it depends on how long my legs are. Right now, they're yeah. pretty long. Would you rather drink all of the half-finished drinks in the bar or eat all of the, fash- the half-finished food? At the bar at the end of the night. I mean, having done this, I would say <laughs> it's a tough choice. Honestly, uh, this is the, probably the toughest choice you brought up so far. Only because <laughs> I know all too well that once I drink all those drinks, I'm going to be really hungry. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. As long as the only food in the bar isn't, like, popcorn, that's fine. Yeah, I'll go for the food. Really? I would probably drink, even though I'm not drinking as much anymore, I'd probably drink all the half-finished drinks. Yeah. Half eating food is just, like, a little weird to me. I can't do it. Yeah. I, uh, have you ever done a, um, heard of a New Jersey turnpike shot? I heard of that. I think I probably did one before, but I don't remember what the fuck it is. When fuck you, it is. It's when you take the spill mat from the bar. You know, oh, you yeah. pour all the drinks on, so it's all the shit. And then you just pick that up and you pour it into a shot cup. And you make some kid do it on his 21st birthday. Yeah, that's not good. It's the worst. It is well, it's- the worst. It's full of stuff that nobody should put into their body. It's like all blue carousel and sour mix and aristocrat vodka. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know. Who knows what the fuck is in there? Some fucking 
random dirty rag water. Ugh. That's the worst part. You don't know what kind of bacteria you're putting into your body. <laughs> no. Would you rather sound like Jar Jar Binks or Siri the rest of your life? Oh, Jar Jar Binks, definitely. I would be Dave Nobody's best friend. <laughs> and then there's a couple different types. Of, isn't there Siri, the male Siri, and then there's the female version of Siri? Probably. I never heard the male version. The male version's like a British guy. Oh. Sorry. Fuck that guy. Um, let's see. Would you rather be little... <laughs> this one's stupid. It says, would you rather be named Little Caesar or Papa John? Oh, definitely Little Caesar. Are you kidding me? Everyone kidding wants to be me? Little Caesar. Why wouldn't... Because, A, Little Caesar's pizza fucking sucks, but it's cheap as hell. Yeah. Just like me. $5 hot and ready's. Also, Papa John is a fucking piece of shit. He is a piece. So, uh, you know, fuck that guy. And, uh, yeah, Little Caesar all the way. Actually, I would rather be Ray. <laughs> I would, if I could choose a, a, an augmented sort of uh, uh, play on this game, I would like to be called uh, Hot and Ready. <laughs> I want that to be my new uh, nickname, if you will. Hot, Hot and ready. ready. Yeah. That's the that's how they do it at Little Caesars. They're fucking five dollar got the five dollar hot and readies. Yeah, it's hot and it's ready, just like green. <laughs> Everybody take note. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. I like the hot and ready. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, I think we I think we I, we put in a good hour here, Avery. This is a good hour. We've we've had a good yeah. chat. Yeah. I don't know. This has been a good time. Yeah. And I thank you for uh, being a part of this. And uh, hopefully the audio will all sound good and we can make something out of it. If it doesn't, we'll talk again. We'll do it again. I don't mind. Yeah, no. I I appreciate you saying that because there's a good chance I'll be calling you back and being like, hey, this fucking audio sucks. We really need to do this again. But, uh, you know, you're a very interesting person. And I I appreciate all your thoughts and insight and, yeah. and adventurous enthusiasm. Oh. Well, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to do this. And if you want to record it again, I'm more than happy to. All right. We'll see about that. Okay. And even if, you know what, even if we don't record it again, I definitely want to have you on again at some point. There's no reason everybody's like, oh, you can't have repeats. That would be just like the same thing again. I'm like, everybody does it. Fucking A. Why wouldn't we? I think Paul Rudd has been on Conan O'Brien about 15 times. That's right. And he always has the best uh, movie clip for it. He was his Mac and me. Yeah, that's a good-ass movie. It's a Mac and me clip. Mystery Science Theater, the new one with Patton Oswalt, just did a new Mac and me, and it is so funny. It is really good. Mac and me is What do you mean they just did a new Mac and me? Like, what do you mean by that? No, Mystery Science Theater. Um, yeah. Did a oh, cover. they like they did the they did Mac and Me as the yeah. thing that they watched. It is okay. a wild. I was wild thinking ride. like <laughs> the guys who make that show did a like sequel to Mac and Me. Oh, like, like remade they filmed it? it. Yeah, I'm waiting it, for that. 
I'd be it's into wild. it. It's really wild. I'd never watched Mac and Me except for the Paul Rudd clip that oh, he yeah. uses. That's oh, I saw I- that back when it came out. I saw that in the theater. That's all I knew was the clip, yeah. and I finally watched yeah. it, and it was really insane. It's really quite disturbing. Yeah, it's pretty fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you got a lot of money, make a movie. Maybe uh, it'll bomb, and you'll still uh, come out on top. Whatever. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Avery. Do you yeah. have any... Uh, Anything you want to put out there for the internets to uh, be concerned with? Nope. I'm available to tour if anybody needs me. <laughs> All right. That sounds great. I don't really have a way to About end this show yet, so hmm, I don't know. I feel like there should be like a penny a penny whistle sound or something. I don't know. What the fuck is a penny whistle? A penny whistle? Yeah. Um, I will YouTube it really fast and we'll try to get a sound. It's like the you know, I think you saying "whoa, whoa" is gonna be the end of it. Penny whistle. It's like the uh, there's one in the um, Celine Dion song "My Heart Will Go On." Oh, it's from the boat. Yeah, when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is getting it on with Kate Winslet. All right. Let's see. Penny whistle side effect. This is what. <laughs> that's it (laughs) there's a lot going on in there we'll see if we can use that (laughs) okay thank you very much Avery alright love you I love you too hon I'll talk to you soon okay okay bye bye (laughs) bye that's a wrap on episode one of the Intruder Green Podcast. Thanks to Avery for coming on. The, the intro music was Particles by Tight Bros. If you like what I'm doing here, you can support the show by giving me money on Patreon. That's at patreon.com slash intrudergreen. You can also get there by checking out the Intruder Green website at intrudergreen.com. And to all of us at Intruder Green Podcast, to all you out there, wherever you are, remember, the light at the end of the tunnel may be you.